Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. Uh, originally, well, I was raised in uh, northeastern PA, Scranton, Scranton, PA. Okay. And uh, but I'm from Arlington, Virginia now. I've been in the DC area for since 1994. Cool. So, yeah. Well, Long for time. everybody listening, we are at uh, VIR, Virginia International Raceway, and you are one of many people that I have run into in the last 24 hours in this BMW group. <laughs> Um, meeting folks and interviewing racers and other people involved with the racing community yeah. to kind of get their stories. And I know yours is really interesting because um, you're, you know, you haven't been doing this for 30 or 40 years like some of these people, which is insane to me. So yeah. tell me a little bit about, you know, just uh, what you're up to right now as it relates to racing. So right now with racing, I am brand new. I am a rookie. Okay. I'm a rookie at 51 years old. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm 51 as well. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's yeah, pretty so cool. There we go. So I just got this uh, E36 M3 IP car. Uh, it's a well-known car, unfortunately, that it's, it's very successful. So I have a lot to live up to with this with this race car. Everyone's, I've had a couple of people already say, you know, this car set the track track record here I'm like great just wonderful nothing you know no pressure there but no it's a it's a, it's a wonderful car so the only thing impeding my success is myself at this point so well, yeah. um and I just hope that I can continue to grow um I know there's going to be ups and downs like that's like anything else um but it's it's been it's been a, a very short road for me so far with uh with driving uh but um I'm loving it and uh I just continue to hope that it stays fun. You know, that's what's most important to me too. Safe and fun. Yep. You know? So um, is, this, is this the first official race or not for you? I had <clears> one <throat> race before this in an in E30, uh, which uh, probably people know what that is. And uh, it was on a, ra- on a track and it was at Roebling Road back in December. So it was a car I didn't know, track I didn't know. And it was raining, so it was. I was horribly slow. I mean, you know, the car is slow to begin with compared yeah. to others, yeah. um, but I was really slow. But it was fun. Everybody, one of the things that made me want to drive with BMW is, of course, A, I love BMWs. I mean, you just can't get a... I, I'm one of the, probably a, a great brand ambassador for them, but okay. um, the group is amazing. This is a, this is a great club. I mean, their rules are, are, I wouldn't say stricter, but they're, they're, they're just practical. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want... Be hitting each other out there. We don't, we don't, we don't need to be bump drafting all the time. I mean, not to say that isn't fun in some cases, but they're really, they're, they care about the people and the people care about each other so much with this club. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'll give you an example of that. When I did race school back in August, um, I have my um, HPDE car. It's another E36 M3. And uh, I was, I was, I thought it was, I, I was better. I, I was good when I got there. I was, I got much better very quickly and was driving the car a lot harder. And it was not set up for racing. It was just a, an HPDE car and uh, cracked two rotors, the front two rotors on the car. And so that was day one. And so we have two days of race school and I'm like, what am I going to do? You know? And like, literally I told one person and within 15 minutes, someone had my car jacked off 
the tire was jacked up, excuse me, <laughs> jacked up. Uh, the tire was off. Two, this other person came and said, I got rotors for you. I have a spare set. It'll fit you, blah, blah, blah. So I was back up and running literally within 30 minutes. So I didn't miss the race day. Then my, my second day, I would have had yeah. to redo the school. So That's awesome. It was pretty amazing. I was like, wow, this is the kind of people that are doing this. I want, this is who I want to, who I want to drive with. Who I want yeah, to race with. I mean, because yeah. everyone's going to run into that bad luck at some point exactly. in time. Yeah. And when you've been the one helping, you're, you're going to be receiving that back. It's so. absolutely true. I mean, you can do everything right, and you can be a great driver and know the track, and the car is all set up perfectly, and something can happen to you. Yep. It just, it's just the way it goes. I've discovered that with racing. You discover that with life. You know, you can do all the things right in life, and then somebody throws a monkey wrench right at you, you know? <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about but, your weekend so far here. So far, so I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to do the uh, Bimmer World test day yesterday. Okay. So that was, I'm very grateful for that because it's a new, again, brand new car for me. Um, I know the track fairly well, but now we've tweaked, you know, we're tweaking. And so I was getting really fast with it yesterday and then we tweaked and now I'm slower. <laughs> so oh, it's really? like up and down, up and down. Because, yeah, looking for new break points. Like, now I'm getting faster. Yeah. So I actually overslow going into some of the corners. And they're like, well, you could have you know you were carrying more speed yesterday. I'm like, yeah, the break point. i got to figure that out. Yeah. So I'm looking at things so much differently, more differently than I did before as an HPD driver. I never worried about, you know, I, I worried about knowing, learning the HPD line and yeah. getting through and then getting faster. And now it's like it's much more technical and much more like where you can find, you know, the time and the seconds that are going to make the difference for you that on your, at least on the, you know, on your qualifying lap, you know, yeah. and the race, it's like, Oh, you know, you need <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, I just love it because all hell breaks loose. And like, you're like your best laid plans, you know, <laughs> yeah, are out the window. Yeah. So we, you have had mm -hmm. uh, yesterday practice. Yep. And then you, you probably had a practice just run. Just a warm up this morning. Warm up yeah. this morning. And yeah. you have, when do you have qualifying? We have qualifying at two, okay. 2 p.m. today. All right. Yeah. So we don't yeah. want to take too long. <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, um, and then a race much later in the day. Yeah. Or? Five o'clock. Oh today. wow, that is later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know it's going to be raining too. So oh really? It's start raining about about two o'clock when we're ready to go on the track. Oh no. <laughs> and I hear tomorrow's going to be raining a lot. Yeah, it's going to be raining tomorrow too. So maybe maybe so, Sunday it'll dry out. It, it will. They said Sunday's going to going to look good for good. us. So yeah, yeah. So but, um, tell me, like, how did it get started? Why did you choose yeah, to do it? Yeah. So I, I said I'm a BMW fan. So I started I started buying brand new BMW M3s back in 98. That's when I got my first one. So E36, E46, then the, I, uh, I can't remember the model year, the number for 2013. And, you know, I loved them, but I didn't know what the heck they could do. I mean, I just like driving, oh, I like driving it fast or whatever. And driving around the city, because like I consider, you know, North, you know, North Virginia is the DC area. It's, it's urban, you know, it's not like you can do much with the car there. I mean, you yeah. can get on the beltway, but you got like thousands of other people with you anyway. So I never really got to understand the full potential of the car and appreciate it the way as much as I, sh I, sh I could have. Yep. And I, when I sold my last M3, I had immediate, you know, remorse. You know, I was very regretful of doing that because I was like, I felt like I enjoyed that car so much, even though I didn't drive it as much as I would like to and I didn't understand it. And so I, I said to myself after that, I said, when I have the opportunity, I need to do this. You know, yeah. I, I need to. And the opportunity arose, maybe my personal life situation changed where I actually ended up having more time. And I said, hell with it. I'm just going to go down to the, you know, Spartanburg and 
do the do the little two day class and see what happens. And I mean, literally, I mean, within seconds, I was hooked. I mean, as soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you understand, like, of course, the cars are newer, they're more powerful, and everything. And there's only they certainly limit you because the cars are so powerful. But I was like, wow, this is just a little taste of what you can do with this with these cars, and I and, and just have so much fun with it, and really, you know, start feeling some G's, you know, like, whoa, this is cool. So that just started it. So I went all the way through with BMWs. Uh, you know, the, the, the masters and the, you know, mm -hmm. then I went out to, I went to thermal and did my racing license there for that with them racing school. And then I went with Porsche, tried out Porsche. Cause I said, well, maybe I try out the Porsche and did their schools and all that. And then I got really serious and started, okay, I need to start. I need to have my own car. The yeah. only way I'm going to get better is to have a car. We're going to yeah. pick up, I think yeah. where we left off. So I think we were talking about, um, how I got started and, and I talked about, you know, having these wonderful cars and, you know, just never really understanding how they were used and, and what they could really, how they could perform. And then, um, yeah, my life change, got into HPDEs, um, got my own car eventually. I think we covered all that. Um, and then uh, the HP, like, it's funny because I had said I had all these M3s and then when I asked around, I said, okay, it's time for me to get a track car. What should I get? It was the first car, first M3 that I ever had, uh, the E36 M3. They're like, this is the most balanced car. It's got plenty of power, but not, it's not going to overwhelm you, you yep. know, and you're going to learn about balance and weight transfer and all these things. And I'm like, okay, then that's what I'm going to go at. Went back and bought, oh, it's almost the exact same car I had back in 1999. And it's been wonderful. I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it may, I've learned to feel the car the way I've never been in touch with a car before. Um, I have a long way to go still. I've only, since I've, uh, now at this point, I've only been driving each, I've only been driving now racing, I mean, less than two years. So um, well, you told me something earlier that caught yeah. my ear and that is the amount of time and yes. laps and days you've been spending yes. in these high performance driving education. Yes. Thank you for remind, for saying that because I, I think I said to you offline, you know, the, the value of the education is Im immense. I mean, um, I had done... I figured to me it was more important, you know, it's more important to have the education than the horsepower. Yep. Because the horsepower tends to get in the way. You yep. know, you, you, you focus so much and you rely so much on horsepower instead of, you know, really feeling the car and understanding what the car's doing. And I, like I said, I still have a lot more to learn about it. I'm still not as in tune as I really want to be or should be. Um, I don't know if I'll ever get to be a, a really great race car driver, but um, it's, a, it's a good goal to have. I said, even, even at my age, I'm like, this is, this is the goal. But the car has taught me a lot. And that, this particular car, I think, was very forgiving. You know, like if you, you screw up, it's not going to go crazy on you. Yep. Whereas when you have all that power, you tend to focus on that and rely on it. And there's no nannies on the, on this, on yeah. the E36. So you really have to feel the car. And then when you, when you have the nannies on, like when I have my street car, I'm like, wow, I really can't feel, I can't feel anything anymore, you know? And, or sometimes you can feel like, oh, I took that turn a little tough because I could feel the, the back right tire like get breaking on its own, you know, uh -huh. it's stopping me. But, um, but yeah, I think that the education, I think is what has like just today, I think is what saved me. Yeah. Like we, we uh, were qualifying just now and I said to the guys, I said, well, in about 17 minutes, it's going to start raining. And I said, should we just put the rain tires on? I'm like, no, we're going out on slicks. I'm like, okay. So I 
all right, I'm just going to do it, you know. So we get on grid, then we, we get out, and they stop us. So we're delayed. So we were delayed for more than 12 minutes, and sure enough, it starts, little, little drizzle, and I'm like, here we go. Yeah. And, and then we were, we were delayed sitting there for a little while. So like, okay, so it had started. It was almost a full-on, you know, pouring when that, on the second lap. That's when it really kicked in. So I'm like, okay, HPDE 101 is you break in a straight line, right? And you and what I learned over all these days of driving is be smooth, right? Mm -hmm. That's be smooth. So I took as I was fast as I could be on the straights, and then whoa, straight line, yeah. and then take the turn, nice and easy, and then go. And I saw some people weren't doing that. So there were a couple. Of, there was one off. I think when the first the outlap. Even. Okay. So, um, so yeah, but I mean, everyone was taking it easy, but I was, I felt like I was a little bit faster than some of the other, I mean, there was, I think I, I ended up being 22nd out of 40 some cars, yeah, but go. Hey, you know, I'm, yeah. so rookie over here. Mid um, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and that's a, I think there's a lot of days. That's why HBDE days, I think are really important yeah. to do and go through the education. I like the way BMW does it too. You know, they, they have certain criteria for you to, to, to move up the levels and then, you know, to qualify for race school, you have to be kind of approved for that. Like, oh, yeah, you've done enough and, and that. Because when I said in my resume, they were like, you did all this in a year? You know, it's like, it's like <laughs> I was telling you, I had like, for 2022, I had like 45 track days. Man, that is which amazing. Which is why I'm trying to cram, you know, since, since I'm older, I'm like, I was like, I really, I, I, since I'm older, I want to cram my education in. I'm like, I got to get caught up, you know, to the to other people my age and, <laughs> and start moving it, start, move, you know, move forward faster. Um, but to me, that investment in education was absolutely critical. I mean, I could have gone out for the money I spent. I could have gone out and bought a much faster car mm -hmm. than what I'm driving now even. And I was like, forget it. It was totally worth it. I went to Sweden to do drifting. I was with, I, I drifted with Team O'Neill. I thought it was important for me to, to be able to control the car and the drift. Even though that's not what we're looking for on the track, it's really important. That's, and then you're sliding to be able to control the slide or not go crazy, you know. What is, what is that? training like oh that's so cool it is so cool it is so hard I mean when I I my first I went up to, to New Hampshire with Team O'Neill for a, it was a three-day drift class and I was like going from like zero right and it took me a like took took me two and a half days to be able to just do a drift just to be able to get into the drift yeah like and keep and keep it for any length of time yeah and I was getting so frustrated and they were like they were like look most people don't even get this much the first time they do this, yeah. you know? And I, then, then it occurred to me, I'm like, I just need immersive training. I just need to go. And I, so I invested in going with BMW uh, Performance Center and they do these organized trips to Sweden. So I, that was, amazing. It was incredible. So how long is that? What is that like? It's a, it's a five-day course all on the um, frozen lakes of, <laughs> up there. It's really like 50 miles from the Arctic Circle. And it's so it's it, and this is what they do every year. So a lot of a lot of companies like BMW and Porsche, everybody does their winter testing up there, and they have a courses that you 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 don't see the same course like every time. And they start you out pretty nice with slaloms and like just doing like you know donuts or something like you know getting getting used to being in a slide. Um, and then by day two, we're starting to do you know full on you know courses with drifting. And it took me about. Two, I would say by day two, late day two, early day three, I was I was drifting and I was able to. I understood how to how to get the car to do what I was trying, what I wanted. And then you're doing two mile courses by the end of the week. I mean miles, of course, all ugh, all over the place, the whole, oh, the whole, the whole thing, the whole thing. So I was like, okay, now I now I understand what to do. So when I came home, I'm like, what do I need to do? I, I need to do this with my car now. How can I do this with my car? Yeah.
it took it, again. It took me a little. It took me a little time, but like within a couple of hours, I was doing it with my car. Boom, boom, boom. Now I just and now it's just like automatic. You know, I can just get it into the slide whenever when That's I want. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. I was reading someplace. <clears throat> um, gosh, I can't remember. I, I should know the name of the guy. He, he does training online for lots of people for racing, and he was saying one of the secrets for him for handling the rain is to force the car to start to move as opposed to waiting for it to break. Yeah. Force it to break first. Then you're in control of it, especially right. if you're used to drifting. So. Yeah, I think that's kind of a way to, to, to explain that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that's, how I, that's how I would say it. And then, then at least you're, like, for me, like if I said, breaking in a straight line, at least going slow enough. So if you do, if, for me, because I can't drift at 75 miles an hour, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I, but I can drift at 30, you know, uh -huh. I can do that. So at least if I'm slow enough and I get into a slide, I can kind of go with it and come right out. And, yeah. You know, and I think that's a skill that uh, a lot of us um, newer, you know, newer drivers just don't have. I mean, I keep telling people, skid pad, skid pad, skid pad, keep doing it. Keep doing it. You have to understand oversteer, understeer. And for the longest time, I don't know what the hell people were talking about. Like, what the fuck is understeer? Yeah. You know, like, what is that? I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I read a book, you know, I was looking at the, reading articles. And then once we, with, I think it was with BMW or maybe it was Porsche Club HBD, they were like, get on, I got on the skip pad for four hours. And I was, then I understood what it was. And then I'm like, now I need to do this. I like, and shh, now we can do it. So I mean, that's amazing yeah. because um, when I did my driver school, it was a three-day school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got, I got certified to drive, got my license and everything. But the skid pad portion of it was like, I got maybe 12 rounds yeah. And I was like, okay, next person. Yeah, that's not <laughs> That's not, not days or hours it's worth of time. Enough. It's not enough. That's why I encourage people. Um, and um, I'm not, like, not shying away from BMW uh, Car Club, but SC, SCCA usually always has a skid pad mm -hmm. uh, along with their HBDEs. If, if there's a skid pad there, they offer it. All you can get on it whenever you want. All day long. Yeah. So the, when I was doing that with them, with my, and I said, okay, I'm just going to go out. Every, between every session, I'm just like, I'm just, yeah, how long great. can I hold this? How long, you know, like circle and circle. Like, so I was, and, I, and then they noticed, and they were like, who the hell is doing this 10, 15 <laughs> times around? You know, I'm like, hey, it's just me. And they were like, well, you, well, you might be ready to be an instructor. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like, hold on. Um, and that, so that leads me to a funny story, too, about, about um, when we were talking about, like, you know, women in the sport, and it's very few. And like, mm -hmm. so essentially, like, all the, most of these classes I was taking with BMW and Porsche, et cetera, I was the only woman in the group. Now, it's, granted, this is expensive stuff. This is not stuff people can do all the time. I mean, it's not... It's I, like I said, I made a conscious decision to invest in my education, but I was usually the only woman, which was fine. I mean, it's like it's like this is more upscale, you know, like this it's wealthy people that are doing this, and you're getting great cars and blah blah blah. So this is like it, that part that was like easy. When I started my HPDs, I didn't feel at all uncomfortable. I mean, I, there were more women. I saw more women out there. A handful here, a handful there, depending mm -hmm. on the group. Um, but what surprised me was. Um, an instructor that I had, like, I think it was my first or second HBDE I did. He, um, he was my, like, I was a big, so I was a, I was a beginner, you know, and I was doing good, but I was like, I have so much to learn, and he was teaching me and blah, blah, blah. About a year later, not, it was not even a year, a year later, I ran into him, and he's like, well, how you doing? He says, well, what, what, what group are you running with? I said, well, I'm an advanced, you know, and I'm blah, blah, blah. He's like, what? 
It's like, how can you be in advance? Blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah. I said, I'm in advance. I said, I've got 45 days on the track, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's like, oh. I'm like, and, I'm ch- and I think he went to go check. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I was like, and I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if I was a guy, would he have said that? You know, yeah. it was just like, it was just like, shop. Because like, he really said like, no, you can't be in advance. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Go check it out, you know? So it was just kind of like weird. That was like first, that's the only time I was kind of like, wow. I mean, was it because I was, you know, he just, I was a girl or just because I advanced so fast or yeah. what? I didn't want to make assumptions, but it was kind of made me go, hmm, you yeah. know? So, but that's really, that's really the only, I mean, there's a couple of other things, you know, I, areas where I was like, eh. But yeah, I, I was, I'm so used to being older, this like my, my generation coming up through the ranks, especially with work, yeah. like through, I was, I'm an accountant, so accounting firm and, you know, and, like, and all this stuff, and I, you know, it's like, you, you came up through the ranks, and you knew you were gonna have to put up with a certain level of, you know, um, being uncomfortable, or at least you just get used to being uncomfortable with, like, remarks or whatever, and, like, and it just, it just, just starts to not bother you, like, this is just the way it is, so if I hear something in the paddock, or if something, you know, some guy says something, you know, said to me like that, I just kind of, like, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, but I think the younger women, I think it, it, it's, it's not normal anymore. Yeah. You know, like I look at my son who's 12 and me, he has no clue what it's like to be, to discriminate. I mean, there's no clue. Race, gender, whatever it is, you know, he does not care. I mean, just, it doesn't even factor for him. I mean, his mother is a CEO. I'm a CEO. I do, I do everything. So to him, it's like women and men, it's like, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like it's, it's just who you are. Yep. So I think the younger gender is just not, when you, they see something or they feel, and I don't want to say more sensitive, but they're, they are more aware certainly yeah. of it than I am because I'm just so desensitized over the years. And I think people are, people just do change. I mean, I think, I think, I think, you know, men nowadays are not, you know, they're not bad people, <laughs> you know, they're not bad guys. So you get used to doing, to behaving a certain way and that's what it is. But I don't see it, like, especially with this, with BMW Car Club, I've never, ever felt uncomfortable, ever, ever, ever. And so I really hope that more women discover it and more people of color yep. um, would be amazing. I mean, our group, and we're referring to Sri Racing, um, it's uh, it's amazing. I think you, you know we are we're the most diverse. Like if all the diversity that you see in racing is right, right with our group. Tell me about tell yeah. me about the team just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and so I'm brand new, so like I don't even I haven't even met everybody yet. But like just just from observation when I met them in December, um, you know there's you know people of color, men of color, you know Sri Lankan, uh, African American, and then there's three women now, including myself, in the group. So of about 12 of us. Yeah. So like, we're like, we, we've got to be the most diverse, you know, group of people racing together <laughs> out there right now. I mean, I'm, I'm just making a remark about it, but I just think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, so it's very comfortable. I mean, very, and every, everyone is just, you know, just wants to, you know, help you do your best. And we learn, I just, I've learned so much already just from everybody. I mean, so how does somebody, yeah. um, so you, there's a process you go through to get better with the the HPDEs, and then yes. and then you you may get your own car, and you may yeah. get ready to start racing. Um, you're on a team, like yeah. I mean, wait, we're it's a it's a, I use the term a little loosely because okay. it's like it's you know we're we're not competing as a team, you know, okay. more or less. I mean, I guess some some of them might go out and do some other things, but we you know this is a group of people, and you know they Shri is just an amazing mechanic he's an amazing person he's organized i mean it's he keeps all of us you know well taken care of so for those of us that can't that don't cannot maintain the car ourselves yeah. um 
so I can learn and continue to grow as a driver and not, I mean, I hate to say it, not worry about the car, mm -hmm. but those of us that don't, you know, there's many of us out there that don't have time to do it all. And I like, one of my goals is to, to really learn more about, you know, the, the mechanics of it. And, you know, I've learned a lot in the last 18 months, but I know I have a, and I have a long way to go, but in the meantime, I need to rely on help and they're amazing. I mean, they make sure that everything is tip top on the car and that you are ready. There's also coaching, which is incredible. Are they, yeah. do they transport as well? Yeah, they, they, they take, they garage the car and you know, make sure the car is ready to go and transport the car when you're, when you're ready to, ready to race, yeah. have a race. It just makes a world of difference. And you know, for those of us that don't have time and, and it's, it's racing as everybody knows is just extraordinary. It's expensive. Um, it's not as expensive as horses because I've done that too. And that's much worse. Um, if you're doing the whole Wellington and the, you know, Hampton circuit, you're going to make a bucks, you know, but this is still not cheap. I mean, so it is yeah. a commitment and you have to, it's, you know, it's where it is. And for, for me, I can't just can't, I can't have time to make the money to race and learn everything else yeah. I need and take care of the car. I just don't have it. Yeah, I mean, so, so the you know, yeah. arrive and drive is an option for it, a lot of people. That's what I do. Yeah. I don't yeah. have the time, and there's right. other things I need to put my time into. But exactly. Gosh, exactly. getting there to the track and knowing things are in order. and Not, not having to worry about that and just really focusing on yourself and your driving and yeah. make sure you're ready, you know. And even then... I saw, I'm like, I'm still like, I need to make a checklist again. I have my checklist for HBD and I'm like, I got to do a checklist for, <laughs> for, for this now to make sure I've got everything in order. I'm ready to go. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about what you have planned for the future. Um, yeah. So what do you want to do next? Or do you see yourself just sticking with the same car and just progressing and getting better? Yeah. I think for me, like what, and I think I, I mentioned this offline to you is like, for me, it was like I wanted to get real. I wanted to be able to take my HBD car, maybe just to the limit. You know what I mean? Like so mm -hmm. just enough to, that where just to the point where my coach said, "You know what? It's getting dangerous now for you to be in this car." And that's what happened. You know, and that happened quicker maybe for me because I was, you know, again I had so many track days and I committed so much to it. And when she said, "You know, this is getting dangerous now. You're taking it to the to the you know to the limit on on this," and you're you know, you can't, you're not going to get, you're not going to be able, this car won't be able to take it. You know, you're, you're out driving the car. Yeah. So when that happens and you're like, okay, I'm ready to, she's like, it's time to race. It's time, it's time for you to get in a race car and be protected. And, you know, then, and then you'll see what else, you know, take your career, take your, you know, amateur career higher, you yeah. know, and like, I don't even want to say career. I just want to say your, you know, hobby, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's what it is for me. I just, I mean, I'm, I, you know, if I had done this, and I, everyone says coulda, woulda, shoulda, I didn't even know this existed. Honestly, if I knew back when I had my first M3 in 1998, I would have done this. I would have started it right away. I was 27, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap, this is amazing. Well, who knows what I would have done now? But anyway, I'm, you know, things happen for a reason, and timing is everything, and this is just my time to do this, and I think it's great, and I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. The moment it becomes... Uh, not fun, I won't do it anymore yeah. because that's not the point. So I don't think I would ever take this, you know, I would try to take this like amateur professional or anything like that. This is just a really great hobby. I want to see how far I can go with it that way. Yeah. And this car, and I, I won't move into another car until I've mastered this one. Yeah. You know, that's what I, like, I want to make sure I, like, I know everything about it and I'm, and I'm really competitive with it. And then I'll say, okay, yeah, now maybe I'll move up in horsepower. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know because I, I really like the, I really like to feel everything. It's a different, it's a different animal when the the car has more and so much more horsepower. You, 
you know, it's, it's more, more trouble you can get into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're depending on that, that pedal to get you out of the trouble and when you make a deci bad decision around the corner. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so is there anybody that you would like to do a shout out to? And in terms of like anybody listening, um, you mentioned Shri. Yeah, um, yeah. Anybody Just else terrific. that you want to recognize for helping you along that we could... Um, so I would definitely, well, and not, not even talking about sponsors, which I'm actually now able to get, I think it's really, I think it's really cool that, um, I think, I think they think it's cool that there is a woman, you know, an older woman that's starting to do this in their fifties. So I've got some, some sponsors that I actually nice. want to come in, which is amazing. Um, but just the people all along the way. So BMW Performance Center, um, Donnie Isley, the instructor down there, he was one of the first people that really, I mean, he's my first, the first instructor I ever met and he did our first class. So he was really important. I think that all the whole crew down there, just really good people. And they made it, you know, made it fun. You know, of course they didn't want you to wreck their car, so you can only do so much with it, but they were wonderful. I think that that actually created the inspiration. So I think, I don't know that um, they get enough credit, you know, for making BMW sales because mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if they track any of that stuff. I'm sure they do, but um, they do they do a great job. And then, um, you know, more recently, I mean, all of I'd like to thank all of the HPD instructors I had because instructing is a whole nother freaking skill. It is like I've they've. I've started to take, uh, you know, do the instructor training. I was going to ask you that next. Um, I mean, you're I'm that. not great at it right now. And it's disappointing. Like, or at least I don't feel like I'm great at it. Because mm -hmm. like, also being type A, you think, you know, oh, I have to master this right away. <laughs> Instructing is a whole other skill. I mean, and I think that's, you know, I don't even, I think even, you don't even have to be the best driver to be a really, really great instructor. And I've seen that. Like some of the, some of these men and women that I've had, it's like, they may not be the fastest, but they can clearly articulate, especially for novices coming out. Mm -hmm. They clearly articulate what they're, what you're, we're expected to do, what you need to do in this here. How to, and uh, and I remember, I'm like, I'm just going along. I'm listening. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting it now. But when it's when you're trying to explain to somebody else from the right seat, and then be aware of everything else that's going yeah. on, it's a whole another level of like, wow. So I don't know if that I'm going to be able to do that or not. I'm like, I'm just, <laughs> it's, a, and it's kind of like. You know, disappointing for me in my head, but maybe with more time. Yeah, you had just I mean, started. So. Yeah, and, so, and that's why I keep telling, like, I'm like, I know I just started, so they probably shouldn't have even asked me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I definitely appreciate all the instructors that, you know, I've had with, I mean, and name it. I've, I've, I've been with so many clubs, Audi, Porsche, BMW, Track Days even, all of them. I mean, just SCCA, SCDA, all of them. I mean, I just think it's amazing. And then Christina Lamb most recently has my, been my coach. Um, she's just terrific. I mean, she could be my daughter, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just see, you know, just again, having another woman that, uh, you know, to, I mean, not, not, like I said, not everybody can instruct. I mean, she's a, she's a great driver and she's a, she's a great coach too. Yeah, that's I awesome. mean, so, and she's the one that pushed me. She's like, you're ready. You, yeah. you got to get in the car now. You got to get in the race car. So. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. I'm sure you're enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. You've got, uh, I'm learning again. Oh, it's slicks in the rain. <laughs> slicks in the rain. Do you, do you think they'll put slicks on for your race? No, I, I think if it's still raining, they'll probably switch them out. <laughs> good. Good. You'll you go a little faster. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, terrific. thank you so much. Thank it's you. Been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you. This is great. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. 
you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.